Welcome to Protect Your Money with FSCS, the podcast from the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. I'm Caroline Rainbird, FSCS Chief Executive, and in this series, the fantastic FSCS team will help you understand how we can help to protect your money so you can feel confident your money is safe. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to episode six of the FSCS podcast. I'm Jess Spires and I'm Senior Content Manager at FSCS. So FSCS, which is the Financial Services Compensation Scheme, exists to protect customers of authorised financial services firms that have gone bust by paying eligible people compensation. Now, we protect lots of financial products, but not all of them. So this podcast is designed to help you understand our protection and why it's so important. So whatever your level of financial knowledge, if it's quite basic or if you're a bit of a pro, we're here to help you feel confident your money is safe. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about what happens when an insurance firm fails and how FSCS can help you. And here to help me explain it all, two of the FSCS insurance team are joining me today, Jenny Eldred and Martin Greetham. Welcome, Jenny and Martin. Hello. Hi, Jess. Hi, guys. Right, just a quick teaser of the question that we ask all our guests at the end of the episode. So we're all about keeping your money safe at FSCS, but what was the toy that got you breaking open your piggy bank as a child? Okay, so imagine you've got an insurance policy, whether it's insurance for your car, your motorbike, your house, or even your pet, and your insurance provider goes bust. So you're probably going to be feeling a bit worried and even a bit panicked about what it all means. And you're probably going to have some questions as well. So am I still insured? Do I need to buy a new policy? Am I going to lose any of my money? And who can help me? So Martin, is this something that happens often? And should people be concerned about this? Not concerned, Jess, but it does happen. There have been 13 insurance firm failures since 2016, and eight of those have occurred in the last three years. Identifying a single cause of failure for an insurance company is often not possible. Insurance failures occur due to a combination of factors, rapid growth into risky business areas, poor underwriting, extensive underpricing of premium and inadequate loss reserves can all play a part. Okay, so are there any recent examples that you can give us for that? Sure. One recent example was MCE Insurance Company. MCE was one of the UK's biggest motorbike insurers and was actually based in Gibraltar. It went into administration in November 2021. It's worth mentioning that as well as motorbike insurance, MCE sold a range of other insurance policies including private car, van and courier insurance. And when it failed, all of its 105,000 remaining policies were cancelled. FSCS was there to step in and refund customers most of their money either by paying them a return of premium, which we'll explain a bit about later on, or by paying people compensation for claims against their policies, also known as indemnity claims. Yeah, that's right. Um, And because, and this is actually a really important point, because MCE's customers had what's known as a contract of insurance, which we do protect. Um, Just so you know, contract of insurance is just another term for an insurance policy. So if you hear us say contract of insurance, we basically just mean insurance policy. Um, And just so everyone listening is aware early on, not all contracts of insurance fall under our protection. Yeah, and I just want to add here that 
it's the Prudential Regulation Authority or the PRA that regulates insurance providers and to be eligible for FSCS protection the PRA must have regulated the company that you've been dealing with. Yeah that's right um, and just to um, to make everyone aware as well this podcast won't be covering if you've been missold a policy today we're basically just focusing on what happens if the insurance firm fails. So Say you've got an insurance policy with a firm and you hear that they've gone bust. So you might have heard rumours about it on social media or you might have seen something on the news. So as we said, you're obviously going to be feeling quite concerned about what this means for you. So Jenny, what can people expect to happen next? When an insurance firm goes bust, policyholders usually find out from the insolvency practitioner and they'll have been appointed to sort out the firm's finances. Sometimes they will actually ask the insurance broker to contact their customers, so it could be them that you hear from. Um, And an insurance broker acts as a go-between for the customer and the insurance company. Okay, Jenny, so um, how can FSCS help in this case? So there are actually three ways FSCS may help when an insurer goes bust, depending on the type of insurance policy or contract of insurance you might have and we're going to be covering all those three scenarios now. And again, just to mention that in all cases, the insurance firm that's failed must have been regulated by the Prudential Regulation Authority and meet certain PRA conditions for you to be eligible for our protection. Okay, so let's get on to the three ways that FSCS can help now. So scenario one, your policy is replaced with a policy with a new insurer, and that means that you have uninterrupted cover. So that's right, Jess. Um, The broker who sold you the policy or the insolvency practitioner who's been appointed to deal with the insolvency, they try to find another insurance company to provide you with a new insurance policy to cover you. And in this scenario, your cover should continue and uninterrupted. If a new policy can be arranged, FSCS can help here by paying compensation towards the cost of that policy and the compensation goes towards paying the premium of the replacement insurance policy. This is the payment a customer makes to an insurance company in exchange for their providing insurance cover to them or an insurance policy. Okay, and do people have to do anything themselves in this scenario, Martin? No, the benefit of this scenario is that there's very little for them to do. They don't have to find a new replacement policy themselves, and they'll be given details of the new policy they've received once it is in place. There's no gap in cover, it's uninterrupted as we mentioned before. It's also worth mentioning that there is always an opt-out. There's a cooling off period available, so if the policyholder isn't happy with their new policy, they can opt out of it. Okay, so that's scenario one. Let's move on to scenario two. So you get a refund based on the cost of the insurance premiums you paid for your insurance policy. Now, Martin, can you explain this one a little bit for us? Sure. This is what happened when MCE Insurance Company failed, uh, which we mentioned earlier on at the uh, opening. Just to clarify here exactly what insurance premiums are, they're the amount of money you pay for your insurance policy, the amount the insurance company charges you for the insurance cover they're providing. Sometimes you will pay it all up front in one go, and sometimes you'll pay it in regular instalments. The price of your premium depends on a number of things. It can include your age, where you live, the level of coverage you're asking for, the risk level of what's actually being insured. 
for example, a Ferrari is a lot more expensive to insure than a Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, uh, and I think it's important to note here that when you buy your insurance policy, whatever policy that is, um, the insurance premium is only one part of the total cost that you pay for the policy, isn't it? That's absolutely right. Sometimes other things are included in the cost when you buy a policy, such as admin fees and broker commission. It's important to note that FSCS can only pay compensation on the insurance premium part of your policy, not for those other things such as you know, administration fees and, and commissions. Um, Jenny, I think you had something to add here. So what would happen next is you'd get a refund based on the cost of the insurance premiums you paid for your policy if there's no suitable insurer to replace the failed firm's policies. And one of the reasons this might be the case that they haven't been able to find anyone else to take these on is because the insurer that's gone under might have sold a complex range of policies which no other insurance provider can offer. Uh, Yeah, and that can have quite a big impact on how much money you get back, can't it? It absolutely can. And quite recently we had a case where policyholders had paid a broker a lot of money to buy an insurance policy to cover newly built homes. The initial payment they handed over to the broker not only covered the insurance premium but it also covered other costs such as administration fees, broker commissions, surveying fees and FSCS wasn't able to protect those elements when the insurance firm went bust. Yes this often means that you get less back than you paid for your original policy. It's only the cost of the premiums that we can pay compensation for. And also just need to mention here that the policy premium refund only covers any unused portion of the policy. So if you've got one year left on a 10-year policy, you're only going to get roughly 10% back. For most types of general insurance policy, we also pay 90% of the value of the remaining premium. And that's even if it's a type of insurance where the claims made under the policy may actually be covered by FSCS up to 100%. And we're going to talk a bit more about that later um, and our compensation limits. It's actually the insolvency practitioner who determines the amount of the policy premium refund. They pass the information to us, we do our eligibility checks, and then we are able to pay the policyholder refunds via check or back transfer. That's absolutely right. We can't guarantee that you'll be eligible. It depends on each person's circumstances and we have to look at each claim on a case-by-case basis. FSCS is essentially geared towards protecting individuals and small businesses so most UK customers of failed insurance firms that are regulated by the PRA will be eligible for compensation and more details on this area are on our website. It can take a while to determine whether customers' cover will be replaced or refunded. We work with the insolvency practitioner and insurance broker on this. When the broker, the insolvency practitioner, or indeed FSCS, have an update that affects customers, we will contact those customers directly, if at all possible, and we'll also publish an update on our website. Yeah, that's right, Martin. We also publish progress updates on our website um, and you can also sign up for email updates. So you'll basically get the latest news straight to your inbox. Um, Easiest way to do that is just to search for the firm's name on our website to find out more. And that's www.fscs.org.uk. Okay, I think that wraps up scenario two. So we'll move on to scenario three now. So scenario three is that you would be eligible for FSCS compensation. 
So your insurance firm's gone bust and you've got a valid insurance claim. So for example, you have a car accident and you need to claim on your insurance or your dog suddenly needs surgery that's covered on their pet insurance. So Jenny, could you tell us a bit more about what happens here? Absolutely. So just want to start by saying that we don't handle the claims um, ourselves here at FSCS. The insolvency practitioner will have appointed um, a company to handle them on behalf of the insurance company that's gone under. But when it's time to pay these claims, that's when we step in um, and fund that compensation. So we can pay either 90% or 100% of the claim, depending on the type of insurance policy it is. So some examples of where we pay 90% are things like pet, travel, home or property insurance. And some examples where we pay 100% are third party motor claims, employers liability or whole of life assurance. And as we've already said, as with all claims, it will depend on each person's individual circumstances and their eligibility as set out by the PRA. That's great. Thanks, guys. So we're talking today about what happens when an insurance firm fails and how FSCS can help you. So we're just going to go through some common questions that we get from people now. So first one. If my insurance firm's failed, has my policy ended? So, for example, could I accidentally be driving around with no car insurance? It's always best to check with the insurance broker who sold you the policy or the insolvency practitioner who's been appointed to deal with the insolvency. You could still be insured, but it's always best to check. Yeah, definitely. Okay, what happens if my insurer fails and I need to make an insurance claim? or they fail while I've got a claim with them in progress, what would happen then? So if you're a UK customer of a regulated insurance company that's gone under, unless you've been told otherwise, claims against the policy will normally proceed as they would have done if the insurer hadn't failed. Okay, and following on from this then, what happens if I need to make a new insurance claim? It's best to follow the instructions set out in your policy documentation, unless you've received instructions telling you otherwise from your broker or the insolvency practitioner. If you aren't sure who's handling the claim, check the insurance company's website and use the contact information that's provided there. If you have no luck there, your broker should be able to help. You can also usually find this information on our website. As we said earlier, search for the name of the failed insurer in the box at the top of any page to be directed to a dedicated page for the firm. Here, you can also sign up for email updates that we'll send as the insolvency process progresses. Great, Um, and then what happens if I already had a claim in progress when my insurer failed? So as we don't deal with the claims here at FSCS, you'll need to contact the claims handling company or runoff agent that are dealing with the claims. Um, And a runoff agent will have been appointed, as we said, um, to deal with the claims by the insolvency practitioner. And again, it's worth mentioning that contacts for these people should be available on our dedicated failed firm pages on our website. Thanks, Jenny. So just finally, we're going to go through a few things to bear in mind. So um, at FSCS, we can't give financial advice. It's outside our remit but we definitely want people to choose an insurance policy that's right for them. So we're just going to run through a few things to bear in mind when choosing your policy. And Martin, I think you're going to kick us off. Absolutely. A few points to consider are make sure you know what cover you're buying. Cheapest isn't always best. 
and a lot of the insurance recent insurance failures we've seen are from insurers selling cheap policies that people have found through price comparison websites people often choose the top result on those price comparison websites without actually checking the details you know, underneath it can also often be the broker that's named on the um, price comparison website and not the actual insurer so it's important that you know who the insurer is and what coverage is included and what is excluded to do this it's best to read the small print and this will inform you as to which insurance company is underwriting the policy and it should also clearly state who your insurer is and where they are based don't just assume it's a uk insurer if the insurer isn't uk based FSYS protection can vary, so make sure you know who the insurer is and let that inform your decision. If you're not sure if you're covered by FSCS, ask your insurer or your broker. To this point, the majority of recent insurance failures we have seen are in connection to overseas insurers. Insurers based in Denmark, Iceland, Liechtenstein and Gibraltar have all occurred recently and with the advent of Brexit it means there's even more reason to check where your insurer is based. Yeah and it's completely easy to see why people don't necessarily check the details of their policy before you know signing up. It's really tempting to choose a cheap policy especially at the moment with cost of living increases and inflation. Yeah that's right um, and you know let's be honest it's hardly exciting choosing insurance is it? Um, and it can feel like a bit of a chore, but it is crucial that you pick the right policy for you, isn't it? Absolutely. And and I think yeah, we, we appreciate it's not the most exciting product, but it is there for you when things go wrong. So you need to make sure that you've got the right policy in place that would help you if, if the worst happens and you're in, in that crisis. And I guess what we're saying here is that there are, as Martin went through them, there are some basic checks that can give you some peace of mind about our protection if a firm does go under. It's absolutely right, Jan. And a couple of places to go for help when choosing an insurance policy are the British Insurance Brokers Association website or Bieber, which has some help available there, and Money Helper, which also have some useful information on their website. Okay, so we've covered a lot today, but hopefully you now understand a little bit more about what happens when an insurer fails and how FSCS can help you when that does happen. I think we're ready to move on to the question that we ask all our guests now. So we're all about keeping your money safe. What was a toy that would have got you breaking open your piggy bank as a child? And Martin, I'm going to go to you first for that one. So I had quite a serious Panini football sticker addiction. So I've spent a lot of money on those. I think at one point my dad went to the news agents to tell him to stop selling me Panini stickers. So that's probably mine. Perfect. I love it. Um, what about you, Jenny? So mine would be a Mr. Frosty uh, ice crusher machine, which was on my Christmas list for many years. Um, and I was always very disappointed that I didn't get it until one year I did. And within an hour of using it, um, it completely broke and, and was never used again. So that would have been what I would have got earlier if I could have got my piggy bank open. Jenny, that's really sad that you finally got your heart's desire and then it broke on the same day. 
I'm gutted for you. And actually that's the second time we've had Mr. Frosty as an answer to that question. So it's obviously a popular choice. Um, so thank you so much, Jenny and Martin. And um, we hope that everyone listening has enjoyed the podcast. Now you can find the podcast on our website, which is www.fscs.org.uk and all the usual places that you find your other podcasts. We would love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us. And you can also let us know on our social channels. If you just search for FSCS, you'll find us. Thank you for listening.